0: Welcome to Baltic Landlords, an international broadcast about real estate development, property management, and income sustainability. I'm your host David Sveta, and my guest today is Alexander Mezeputje, Country Manager at Estate Guru. Alexander, welcome to Baltic Landlords.
1: Hello, thank you for inviting. What is Estate Guru? Estate Guru is a crowdfunding platform for uh, real estate-backed loans, uh, working in. already eight countries so the uh, company headquarters are uh, in Estonia and uh, we are now operating in uh, all of the Baltic states, uh, Finland, Germany, starting in the UK market soon and uh, growing all around uh, Europe. Could you elaborate more about the
0: alternative way of property financing? What exactly is crowdfunding?
1: So the crowdfunding is uh, a tool uh, which allows uh, say investors large number of investors to invest in uh, one project that could be real estate that could be uh, loans uh, that could be i don't know uh, artists uh, who wishes to let's say issue a new album can uh, uh, raise funding through the crowdfunding platforms and uh, state Guru operates exactly in uh, real estate backed loans uh, for uh, property developers or uh, business loans backed with real estate. Mm-hmm.
0: Could you talk about uh, more the security for investors, how the loans are backed and what gives the certainty to investors that their investment really is safe in this scenario?
1: So. In state guru, as I've said, uh, all the loans are backed by uh, the property, and uh, I can talk about how how the process of let's say publishing the loan uh, uh, is uh, in the state guru. So, uh, in essence, when we uh, receive an application from the borrower, uh, we running all the background checks uh, the identification of the borrower so uh, we check his history his background uh, his expertise uh, in uh, either the real estate development or the business uh, he's doing and uh, also we always request to submit a valuation and uh, we accept valuation only from the best and known companies in the market in Latvia it's uh, Platio, Arco, Newsec, and the companies of uh, the same level. And then a uh, risk committee checks uh, all the data, checks uh, the valuation, checks uh, what is the business plan of the exact project, and only then it can be published. So, and every loan is backed by the property or by the property that is being developed. And uh, what also provides the security is that uh, we are never financing 100% of the costs or 100% of the value of the property. Our uh, historic loan-to-value is uh, 60%. Mm. So, uh, if the developers wants to build the house, let's say uh, 1,000 euro per square meter last year, Mm. 1,000 euro per square meter. So we are financing. from let's say 50 to 65 percent of uh, the costs Mm
0: -hmm. okay and are there any restrictions for uh, the persons who may become the borrowers or are there any red flags that you avoid if such thing happens in the research process in the identification process of the client
1: well uh say we usually try to avoid speaking property wise we are trying to avoid uh Illiquid projects, let's mm-hmm. uh, say a piece, uh, a land plot, maybe 100 hectares, uh, 150 kilometers far from Riga. We will not accept because it mm-hmm. will be pretty hard to sell uh, such type of the property. And also we check uh, the uh, borrowers. So if he uh, has any red flags in all the registries or systems, so we usually do not accept. So. Uh, from say, our experience, uh, from 100 applications we are receiving only 10% uh, might get to the platform. So mm-hmm. our rules are pretty strict, but still uh, we usually try to find a solution. So uh, if the business plan is sound, if the borrower has good experience, uh, so his chances are pretty high to get the financing.
0: Mm-hmm. And out of those 10% that do get to the platform, what is the percentage of uh, properties which are residential or commercial or
1: maybe industrial use? If you it's, uh, it's hard to say the exact statistics. Uh, so uh, we need to understand that um, we have three types of loans. Mm-hmm. So, first type is a development loan uh, where, uh, say, the client pledges the land and then uh, starts constructing Uh, a multi-apartment house or uh, an office building or a hotel even, so that is one type. Then we have bridge loans where uh, the financing is used uh, for the purchase of the property. So, for example, in Germany, it's a huge market uh, because uh, if you want to buy a good property, usually you have days to, let's say, uh, provide an offer Mm -hmm. and uh, maybe a month uh, or less to structure the deal. If you don't have the financing available so fast, you will lose the deal. Mm -hmm. So that's why the bridge financing, also one of the type of of loans that we provide is very popular in such countries because we can uh, evaluate fast. We don't have, uh, say, very complicated procedures. So we are still a FinTech company. So we are automating most of the procedures and uh, we are able to take decisions fast. So let's say in Latvia, usually the uh, credit committee's decision takes from one to maximum three days if we have all the documents from the borrower. So that's why bridging loans uh, from a state group are very popular. Mm -hmm. And the third category is uh, business loans. So for example, uh, you need a working capital maybe uh, you're trading out of parts. So uh, you need a working capital to expand to new markets and you have a property to pledge. So uh, that's the third type. So we evaluate both your property that you're pledging and uh, the business. Uh, let's say the, uh, how sound is your business plan, but financing only against the value of the property. And let's say out of those three, uh, the development loans uh, will be the most popular now. But uh, bridging loans are also growing and uh, business loans as well.
0: Mm -hmm. I would guess that uh, during the past two months the development loans have shrunk a little bit because of the interesting air in the geopolitical situation.
1: Uh, I would not say, Mm -hmm. no. say the percentage of the development loans uh, has not decreased because uh, if we start a construction project so the borrower needs funds every month mm-hmm. so uh i'd say most of the developers who started construction projects uh, are not stopping them in the middle so mm-hmm. even with the rising uh, construction cost it does not make sense it's always uh, much more reasonable to finish the construction. And let's say if you're not able to sell at good prices, you can always rent out and still uh, wait for the uh, selling prices to rise, which they will eventually. So no, I would not say that in the last months, uh, the percentage has changed significantly. Mm
0: -hmm. And do I understand correctly that developers can uh, raise funding in stages? So for example, In the first stage, when they lay some foundation works, and then in a couple of months, uh, next stage, and so on and so on. Is there any limit to that, or does it, uh, or can it reach the sixty percent value of the property,
1: in all stages? Um, combined? Say yes. We are financing in stages, as uh, in all construction uh, projects, uh, you need funds once a month to pay all the contractors or their materials. So. Uh, we are using the same construction acts uh, which are used by the banks. And uh, before we are starting financing, we agree with the borrower how much of those acts, uh, let's say, percentage-wise, we are financing. Mm-hmm. So uh, if the borrower invested 100000 paid 100000 for the construction works, let's say we are financing sixty-sixty-five. dollars So the value of the property grows and the, uh, let's say, total volume of the loans also grows. So, uh, But we always maintain this uh, loan to value which uh, we are writing in every project.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, could you explain how the EstateGuru platform works? When I went on estateguru.co, I saw that there are, there's primary market and secondary market. Maybe you can explain to listeners what these markets mean and how can investors participate in them?
1: so State guru in essence is a classical crowdfunding platform so uh, when we receive an application for the loan we evaluate then we publish it on the project let's say on the platform it's a hundred thousand euro so that's the primary market when uh, the project is published the first time uh, and investor can choose to invest in this project. So they push a button, invest 100 euro or maybe 50 or 10,000. So it depends on uh, each investor. Once the loan is uh, fully invested, we secure the mortgage and transfer funds to the borrower. Mm -hmm. So at that point, uh, this uh, one stage or one project, uh, when it's financed, uh, it uh, say has ended its life on the primary market. So the loan is funded, transferred to the borrower, and uh, then the borrower pays uh, the interests and the principal has agreed uh, in the terms of the loan. So at that point, investor can choose. Either he is waiting, let's say, 12 months uh, as agreed with the borrower when he should pay back uh, the principal, And he waits, let's say, monthly or for for quarterly payments of interest. So uh, most of the investors invest like that. But in case, uh, for example, you want to take your funds out faster. So maybe you have uh, some more interesting uh, investment opportunity or uh, we have borrower investors with whom we are speaking, they're saying, oh, I need to buy a house. So I need to take the money out faster. So Mm -hmm. at that point, you can actually sell your loan on the secondary market. So if you invest at 50 euro, you can go to secondary market and sell this loan to other investors. And you can choose uh, either you're selling it for 50, 55, or if you, let's say, uh, need money faster, so you want uh, that, uh, let's say, uh, your loan becomes more liquid, so you can sell even below the uh, value of the loan Mm -hmm. so and and on
0: but you can sell higher or you can sell higher the demand you can
1: always sell higher so uh, sometimes we see uh, deals happening uh, uh, higher than the uh, issued loan volume sometimes we see that uh, the uh, price is lower so that depends on each investor so Mm -hmm. and we also see that there is a demand for both types uh, both types of loans so Mm -hmm. and
0: for example what happens uh, if a borrower asks for let's say 100,000 euros and uh, after the funding round ends the total funds that were raised are let's say 20,000 euros does the borrower get those 20,000 euros or, or 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 what happens in that uh. kind of scenario if he cannot uh, raise the critical mass that he needs for development to start let's say.
1: so uh, in most cases uh, looking back uh, so at which projects we're publishing. So we are uh, trying to publish the projects where we are sure that uh, it will be able to gather full amounts. Mm -hmm. But uh, always, uh, yeah, there are some cases when uh, the full amounts were not uh, gathered. So uh, when you're looking at the project as investor, you see that there is always a maximum amount, the minimum amount. Sometimes the borrower, he says, okay, let's say 50,000 will be enough for me, mm-hmm. uh, but 100,000, it's the best case scenario. So yeah. uh, if the 50,000 are gathered, then uh, let's say the project uh, is marked as invested and the borrower gets those 50,000. So uh, mm-hmm. in case the, uh, this minimum amount is not gathered, so then the project is canceled and the funds are returned to investors. Mm-hmm
0: okay and uh, who are the developers that are collaborating currently with the state guru and uh, that raise funds for property developments for example can you share any particular success stories um,
1: well depending what is a success story so for me each uh, project that is finished is a success story so uh, we have uh, a lot of small developers uh, we have developers who are building maybe one, two, three semi-detached houses per year. So, uh, and that's, that's their volume. So they're building very beautiful houses or they're renovating apartments. And we also have borrowers uh, who are building, let's say, 100 apartments, 50 apartments. So the range is very big. Uh, in Estonia, uh, one of the largest Estonian developers, uh, Andover, uh, is using state guru. so if you want to invest in Andover's projects, uh, and just wait for them uh, to appear uh, at the state guru. So uh, part of their properties are financed at the state guru. In Latvia, uh, I think now one of the biggest projects is Riga Svarte in Salaspils. So uh, it's a big project, uh, project 92 apartments. So it will be finished this year. Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, I know we already touched on this topic a little bit, but I'll ask it once more, Uh, if there's any real estate developer listening, what terms should real estate developers take into consideration before applying for a loan? Are there any requirements regarding the deal size, property type or the location? We understand that, okay, 100, 200 kilometers away from Riga is not interesting for us. Is there any other requirements or criteria that they should follow?
1: Uh, let's say any developer should understand that uh, we are usually working with the fast projects. So uh, most of our developers and clients can manage uh, to develop a project, let's say in eighteen to maybe thirty months time. So buy a land, do the project, uh, construct, sell. So. If you see that uh, in those time constraints, uh, you're able to perform, so then sure you can apply. Then you always need to submit evaluation. So uh, say sometimes we can give you a preliminary offer uh, of what could be the terms without evaluation. So for example, if you're, uh, willing to buy land in Marupe and build semi-detached house, uh, we can discuss uh, what's the price of the land, what's the budget, what are the sales prices. And given the uh, how hot this market is, so you know how many private houses are being sold around Riga, it's a huge, huge market now. So we know more or less what will be the prices. So we can give you a preliminary offer based on our knowledge and uh, let's say the knowledge of the client but once we are moving to the platform to actually raise funds then uh, you'll need the valuation so i think uh, if you have a good sound project uh small or big let's say uh, the minimum amount is fifty euro for the loan we are starting with Uh, and then uh, based on the new crowdfunding regulation uh, up to 5 million per year Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for one for one project uh, is the limit yes so if you're developing let's say uh, bigger projects so maybe uh, your construction time will be 18 months so it can be five plus five so 10 million maximum
0: Mm -hmm. okay and uh, what returns are investors on the other side expecting from developers what uh, kind of percentage should they take into consideration when uh, applying to the loan
1: so the interest rates uh, will uh, depend on the type of the project so historically we have seen uh, the rates as low as 7.5 percent for uh, the projects, let's say, in central part of Tallinn or uh, in central part of Riga with the very fast and uh, high liquidity of the property. Mm -hmm. And we have seen the rates up to 12% uh, where sometimes, uh, let's say, the construction in Marope, when the borrower just received the construction permit and he's only starting construction work, so the rate will be higher. So I would say say on average uh, you should count from 8 to 12 uh, Mm percent depending on uh, the risk liquidity the loan to value ratios and uh, the state of the market say uh, if we're looking at what happens now uh, so uh, for the last uh, two months for the last actual months and a half we see that investors rates and uh, have risen 1% to 2%. So, uh, but last year we have seen that investors were ready to invest at 8%. So it always depends uh, on the state of the market, of the money market as well. Mm-hmm.
0: But consequently, the closer the property is to the center, the potentially lower, late, lower rates could, uh, be
1: asked for? Uh, lower rates could be asked for uh, if the property is uh, say located in very liquid location, mm. the uh, let's say uh, the loan to value ratios. So we have developers who are saying, I have enough equity, I don't want to over leverage. So uh, the developers are taking sometimes even 40% of the costs, 50% of the cost. So the risk is lower and yes uh, depending on the type of the uh, borrower so the returning clients uh, usually get lower rates uh, because uh, say, we have history and the cooperation history for three or with some clients even five and six years so indeed during those five years all the projects were finished paid on time good track record so usually uh, this project can get uh, lower interest because investors on the platform also see uh, the track record of the borrower.
0: Mm. So for investors, there is some kind of spreadsheet available where they can see which projects have been uh, done by the particular developer. Right? Uh,
1: in every project description, uh, you have mm. information about the borrower. Mm-hmm. So uh, history of the borrower himself, uh, let's say of his experience, if he is a developer, and uh, you also see all of his previous loans
0: mm-hmm. okay and uh, what kind of real estate development projects are the most successful in crowdfunding meaning uh, which ones raise the funds faster uh, is there a particular segment that performs better or it depends on various measures
1: i would say uh, it does not depend special for crowdfunding so uh, the first is speed Mm-hmm. So, the faster the project, the better it performs, but uh, that's obvious uh, for, for any project. Uh, it does not matter whether it's crowdfunding or not. Um, residential projects uh, obviously have uh, say more interest from investors because uh, the liquidity of a small apartment is much higher than let's say of uh, 1,000 or 5,000 square meter big uh, office building. Mm-hmm. so uh, the buyers are completely different but uh, we have both types of those so
0: mm-hmm. okay and who are the investors in a state guru so let's talk about the other side of uh, this equation can anyone become a property financer or are there some specific uh, restrictions so for example uh, a simple man walking down the street, opens up uh, Facebook, sees an ad from a state group, can he become an investor and invest as little as uh, 50, 100, 200, 400 euros or does he also have to have some track record uh, for you to somehow evaluate him?
1: Uh, Say any person uh, uh, with the account registered in EU, an EU bank can become uh, the investor Mm-hmm. except uh, the uh, restricted or sanctioned countries so uh, all the mls procedures have to be followed so the investor have to has to answer and uh, describe the source of funds so uh, we follow all the uh, local and the AML and kyc procedures uh, and then investor can invest starting from 50 euros so uh, Our investors range uh, from uh, 18-year-old students, for example, in Estonia, uh, to uh, very big and experienced investment funds or Mm -hmm. even banks. So uh, we have investors uh, of a very large group. So uh, starting from 50 euro and up to several millions.
0: So there's no mm, ceiling for the investment amount? No, no. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you already mentioned that investment projects get checked by a state guru before they appear in the platform. Uh, can you tell us a bit more how that process goes and uh, can investor trust fully with this judgment or does he have to take uh, mm, some measures like if he fo- like if he fo- uh, if he would fund the project himself uh, as the private investor for example?
1: uh every investment bears a risk so uh, crowdfunding is uh, still let's say comparing to bank deposit uh, it's a pretty uh, risky investment because uh, uh yes we do check uh the borrowers so we check for obvious red flags we check uh, for the uh, soundness of the business plan Uh, But uh, problems happen. So in case you would invest in bank deposits, so uh, you have 100,000 protection uh, by the government fund uh, and the bank actually secures uh, your investment with the balance sheet of the bank with the assets of the bank so and the capital in case of a state guru or the, any other crowdfunding platform you have to understand that uh, you are the lender so you have to also evaluate yourself so uh, check the valuation check the descriptions uh, check what's the project so yes we do check but uh, still the responsibility and the risks is on the lender
0: mm-hmm. and uh, do investors receive any updates during the construction phase of the development project for example of how it is going and uh, whether the goals are being reached?
1: Uh, we do uh, updates for every loan. Uh, the updates consists of uh, the payments uh made on the schedule if the schedule is being followed uh if it's not followed so what happens what are we doing to let's say uh collect the funds or uh, persuade the borrower or work with the borrower so he pays on time and uh, in case of a construction project so uh, you see that every new stage comes so you can follow how the property develops as well so uh, Say whatever new stage you'll see either a new valuation, either a construction act, and you will see the photos of what happens. We also post information on what are the current sales, so you can usually see how much, for example, apartments are reserved, how much are sold, etc. So, mm-hmm. state guru. One of the core values of a state guru is transparency. So. Uh, we try to provide uh, the investors as much information as possible so uh, you can log into platform and actually go to statistics page and uh, see all the history for uh, starting from 2014 and uh, you can check all the loans uh, what happens what are the default rates how much is repaid what are the income rates etc so Mm -hmm. On that that topic, we are trying to provide as much information as possible. Mm
0: -hmm. And what happens in the complete worst case scenario? I don't know if such scenario has appeared yet, but uh, let's say the round has been funded. uh, The developer has received uh, their money and uh, he runs away, disappears. How does the process of uh, this money-back guarantee happened from that point and has never occurred?
1: Uh, that's not a money-back guarantee. So uh, we don't have, let's say, some institution guaranteeing that the funds are paid back. So mm-hmm. for every loan, there is an underlying security, which is real estate. And this real estate has value. And as I've said, the historical loan to value is around 60%. So in case the default happens, uh, we have all the procedures in place uh, which are uh, regulated by the agreements and by the laws of the respecting, respective country. Mm-hmm. So uh, we go to court, uh, we get an execution list, we can go to auction, and we sell the property. Mm-hmm. So once the property is sold uh, and uh, State guru receives funds. State guru then distributes these funds uh, among the investors. Mm-hmm. So that's in a very simplistic way. Mm-hmm. But as you know, the law has uh, a lot of uh, possibilities to say uh, make the process longer. So mm-hmm. sometimes uh, we are able to collect maybe in three, in six months. Sometimes it can drag for two years. So. Mm-hmm.
0: has there been such scenarios or? or Yes, we do
1: have defaults. Mm -hmm. uh, I think from uh, 500 million plus we have already financed, uh, the defaults were around three to 4%. Mm -hmm. So the loans which are now in default. So part of those uh, were already recovered on the other part we're working to recover. So defaults do happen. Mm-hmm. So, there is a risk involved, but uh, say, the capital loss out of those uh, five hundred uh, millions financed uh, is zero point uh, I think one something percent. Mm-hmm. So uh, the capital loss uh, historically was uh, minor.
0: Yeah, And I think now I understand why you do such a scrupulous research for the projects beforehand so that there's no, so that there's less of these processes afterwards, if, if the project goes... Well, every before.
1: collection is a hard process, so it takes a lot of effort, it takes a lot of time, uh, and uh, let's say we value the trust of our investors. So. Uh, this business, uh, let's say for the last uh, eight years, uh, the trust uh, and transparency are the most important factors. So that's why uh, we are not forgetting about defaulted loans. So uh, we have whole team working constantly on recoveries. So uh, some more, more successful, some are less, but uh, every uh, loan is followed and uh, yeah, we work on every every loan that's in default.
0: Mm-hmm. And uh, which countries are represented by the investors the most? Like, which are the biggest pipelines as of those that you named in the beginning?
1: Uh, Estonians uh, present a very large amount of investors and uh, that's uh, Historically, the company was founded uh, in Estonia, and Estonians are uh, also very active in all sectors of investments comparing to other Baltic countries. Uh, Then Germany is also very active, and I would say uh, Lithuania. Mm -hmm. So if we compare uh, uh, Latvia investments uh, to Estonia or Lithuania, they are much smaller, and both the volume wise and quantity wise. But uh, that's not only for a state guru. So uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, the overall situation in the market. So if you check the uh, stock market investments done by uh, all three countries, uh, the Latvian uh, investors uh, will be the lower amount. And yeah, that's uh, the hard topic in mm-hmm. our country. Yeah.
0: And uh, why should the other investors choose Estate Guru over other crowdfunding platforms. What makes you special or unique
1: in this market? Well, it's a, it's a hard question. So uh, there are good crowdfunding platforms. Let's say uh, there are good uh, crowdfunding platforms for uh, different type of investments. There are good equity platforms, uh, but the equity investments bear much higher risk. So the only security you have are the stocks of the company so uh, the stocks can go from say 100 to 0 very fast so it's a much riskier uh, loans Then you have uh, the p 2 p so loans for uh, let's say uh, car loans uh, so also a lot of good platforms, uh, but also a different market. Uh, why Gore is good? Uh, because we uh, only issue for the loans secured with the real estate. And uh, comparing between the European platforms for real estate-backed loans, uh, we are one of the biggest platforms uh, with a very good uh, track record. So, uh, and our track record and the history of the platform and the people behind the platform shows why we are good.
0: Do you have any other message for this generation of real estate professionals and market movers in Baltic states?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, be more active, uh, take more risks, uh, look at what happens if you're from Latvia, look at what happens in Tallinn or in Vilnius. So. Uh, be bold and start more projects. So if you're an investor, so uh, as I always say, uh, the sooner you start investing, the better. So uh, does not matter is it uh, the crowdfunding platform, is it the State Guru or any other platform or it's a stock market, just start investing as soon as say you're able to, which is in a lot of tools from 18 years old, just start investing because that's the capital which will build your uh, financial future.
0: Okay, and uh, where can people find you?
1: Uh, Login to www.estateguru.co.
0: Okay, I appreciate this conversation, Alexander. Thank you for sharing your time with me and Baltic landlords. Thank you. Thank
1: you. Thank you.